and welcome to episode 214 of Labs Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Dark Gamer, and I'm a little bit more awake this week, hey. and I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. Mark Chazzy Ray. Hello. Hello. I'm and, awake uh, too. Uh, excellent. <laughs> uh, and back again, and hopefully awake, is our good friend, Dougie. Oh, How are you doing, Doug? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me back again. Yeah, very awake. This is my... Oh, always a pleasure. Uh, I don't wake up till about half four or five. The, 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 I managed to get through my what, work. in the afternoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Takes me all work day to no like wake up, maybe have a nap at lunch. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought like, you just literally, like, oh my God. <laughs> Four in the morning. Sure, so good. My old friend. housemate, when I lived, um, I had a, one of the places I lived in when I was at uni, um, there's a lad from Sheffield called Jack who I lived with. Really sound guy. Um, but he would, he loved to burn the midnight oil if that is a phrase, mm-hmm. I don't know if it is. Yeah. Um, but he would he would hit it hard every night. Still did really good in his studies, but he would hit it hard, hit it hard every night, and then wouldn't get up until like five o'clock in the evening the following day. Right. <laughs> uh, most days. Like that. I mean, it was it was impressive. Yeah. I need some really impressive people like <laughs> who could who could somehow function. One of my friends who who will remain nameless um, for reasons that will become obvious um, wrote his entire dissertation in one week on a mixture of weed and cocaine, oh, um, yeah. just to one to balance the other one out, yep. uh, and got first <laughs> uh, in in pharmaceutical science. <laughs> so like, <laughs> not not anything like particularly easy not like a mickey mouse degree or anything like that um a heisenberg in the making marvel that's great yeah yeah no <laughs> no he's a sound he's a sound lad um yeah what are we going to talk about Should we oh. talk about video games for yeah. a bit um i just saw a really good uh video actually um i hadn't checked in on no clip for a while um your man danny o'dwyer's YouTube documentaries on video games. And and um, he pop, put one out yesterday, uh, which I just watched, which was very interesting, about... Do you remember the game Black and White? Oh, oh yes. The, um, I have the special edition of it. What was the name North. of... What was the name of the somewhere. studio? Um, Lionhead. Lionhead. Lionhead, that Molyneux. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of Peter Molyneux's um, pre-fable uh, video games. Yeah. Um, and like the weird situation that the game is in, it's like you can buy all of the uh, all of the old Lionhead games, and what was the studio before that? Frog something. Yeah, sorry. Uh, hang on. Uh, Bullfrog. 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 Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Because they made like um, Magic Carpet and games like that. You can buy um, oh, and like Theme Park and Theme Hospital and a lot of that stuff. Um, you can buy all of those. They're all available to purchase. You can get a lot of them through um, uh, EA, whatever it is, Origin or whatever. Um, and a lot of them are on EA Play. And what's not, you can pick up on like GOG. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you cannot get a digital copy of Black and White or Black and White 2. Okay. Um, so unless you've got like a physical copy of it, uh and a and a you know an optical drive on your computer which no one does these days uh and you can like find the patches to make it work with the modern versions of windows uh, this is the only way you can play it and like, it was a really interesting video about how it's like 
stuck in this weird mire because like it was made by Lionhead, who was owned by Microsoft, but published by EA. Yeah. Uh, and so no one knows exactly who owns the rights to it. And EA obviously have no interest in putting it out or probably maybe can't because Microsoft owns the studio that made it. Although I don't know why that would make a difference. Um, and Microsoft could quite easily go to EA and be like, here's some money, give us the publishing rights of the mm. game. But they're a little bit busy trying to buy <laughs> one of the biggest video game publishers <laughs> in the it. world right now. Yeah. So it's stuck in this weird limbo. Um, it's a great little video. Uh, Dan, do I talk to one of the, the guys over at GOG um, who's in charge of like, you know, getting the rights to put these games up on that platform. Uh, and there's, he, there's a lot he couldn't say about the situation, but it just seems like such a weird mess. And I was trying to think, I wonder if there's any other games like that that are like, not like, because you get, you get situations where games are like abandonware mm. or, or whatever, like um, Transport Tycoon. Um, you can get Transport Ty Tycoon for free on Steam uh, right now because nobody owns the rights to it. It just lapsed and nobody seemed to care about hanging on to it. Um, but I can't, I, I don't think I've ever heard of another situation like this where like a, a, a um, the rights to publish a game is like stuck in some weird, weird nether realm. Well, it, well, it was yeah. always like the you hear about it in one, films. Um, that was like rare. Of course, yeah, yeah. Like Microsoft, and but it was also published by Nintendo, and there was that. Yeah, whole... yeah. But they seem to have come to an agreement on that yeah. by by publishing two separate versions of it. Um, My favorite was neither uh, of which anyone's seen it. I think uh, Grim Fandango. Um, yeah, that that was rotting. Um, but unfortunately, Peter Molyneux doesn't have the charisma of Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer just said, "I mean, not many no, people do." He's quite some person, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, uh, he knew the game was rotting and said, "Look, you're not doing anything with it." I think it was Lucas. So who, who owned it? Was did Disney own the rights uh, to it? Lucas Arts, who then were owned by Disney. Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Did Disney pick up Lucas Arts as well? Yeah, and then it went into Disney Studios or whatever. Yeah, and he just right. said to the mouse. And then Disney to, decided to get out of video games. Yeah. So he just spoke <laughs> so, to the mouse people and said, look, you're not doing anything with it, can we? And they did a cracking remaster. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Was it was really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, I played the yeah the, the remaster of it on Vita and uh, and absolutely loved it. It was I, very lovingly yeah. um, remastered. I haven't played any of those other ones like um, Day of the Tentacle. No. Um, I've got that one. I've got it. There was, there's a lot of those old... Um, Outlaws. LucasArts games. Yeah. I remember ha I had one, um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Atlantis, Atlantis I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fate of Atlantis, that was it. Came on like 15 floppy disks. Yeah. And I like, had one of those like those like wheels. Back in the day, you were decoding wheels to like. Or a, like a, 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 what was the other one? Sierra kid. And they played very different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. um, I don't think I ever played any of those old classic Sierra games. Um, well, because they is that the, the Sierra the same death. Sierra who published Half Life? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Yeah, same Sierra. So yeah, but yeah, there was death in the Sierra game, so you could get to a point where you could physically die and then have to start over, or start from a point. Whereas in the yeah. LucasArts games, you couldn't, except for I think one particular part of Monkey Island One where you drowned for twelve minutes. Because it says like yeah, you, he says at one point he can hold his breath for twelve minutes, and then you mm. get into a section where you're underwater and you can walk around and it's fine. 
But if you just leave him there for 12 minutes, he drowned. Mm. I think it's the only time you can die in Monkey Island. Mm. But yeah. The shame of it with the black and white is, in mm. hindsight, it's a perfect VR game. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. I was playing oh, it at man, the time. I hadn't and even I, thought of that. I just felt really, uh, I felt the controls were janky. Um, I loved the game, the concept. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was typical mm. Monu, shooting for the stars. And I felt it. it I loved it was how sort of based uh, off dynamic it was. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, which had it, these tiny globes that you could spin yeah. around. Um, yeah, but you had these floating hands and you could pick citizens up or uh, the mm. monsters and things. It was incredible. Um, I never had the PC to do it justice. Yeah, and it's a shame really that I do now. It. And yeah, that's it. You there was the a um, there. There was a, there's not been that many of those sorts of games. I mean, I, I didn't play Goddess. Um, no. <laughs> no, that game is. I, I looked it up actually. I've watched his documentary. I was like, what's going on with like twenty two cans and whatnot? Is Peter Molyneux still there, or did he leave in disgrace? Apparently, he's still there. Mm. I don't know what they're doing. He's making another game. That's apparently to do with NFTs. Well, that was the that was the announcement. <laughs> no, I don't know what's that. going on with that because the NFT market crashed. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, but um, it's a genre like the, those God Sims is a genre that's not really made that much. And I, I remember I, I had a lot of fun with a uh, Ubisoft game that came out on um, some. It was one of the summer of arcade games, but mm. like when they used to do those on three sixty, called From Dust. Yes, I remember that. Um, really cool little god sim where like it was all about uh, manipulating the landscape to create land, create rivers, uh, and you're like, there was like volcanoes, and you're using like picking up water and dumping it in certain places to like create rock yeah. to channel off. Uh, it was a really really cool little game, like with with um, some very neat like um, terrain deformation tools and whatnot um yeah uh, so that sounds like there's a game coming out soon called terra nil and right. that's all about reclaiming the wasteland and like kind of it's like a god sim slash sim city builder type situation mm. where you're basically trying to bring nature back to a wasteland okay but yeah it's on steam uh, I'm oh it's been published by devolver yeah oh, nice it was in one of the will, uh, it was in one of like the E3 PC, you know, direct. Oh, I fell asleep during that. Yeah, <laughs> it it wasn't great. Like their presentations gotten real bad. <laughs> um, really cringy links and whatnot. Um, but I will add that. Yeah, to check that out, man. Wish yeah, list. Yeah, because I love a good god sim. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Oh yeah. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, if I'm going to edit it on time on Monday, um, it'll be Chazzy's birthday. Hello. Uh, so happy birthday, Charles. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you both. I, w- I won't ask how old you're going to be, but um, are you going to be doing anything uh, interesting? I don't know yet. I've got to find out. But um, apparently I've got to pay for a trip for us to go away because I've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off next week. So Nice. Yeah. nice. So the idea is, is that I've got to pay for uh, Leeds Castle. I'm hoping if I can get a last minute deal. Which isn't in Leeds. I found that out when I was a kid yep. and I was very confused. <laughs> so going over to Kent and apparently like you can they've like transferred their stables into like turned into hotels. So um, Oh nice. Yeah, basically staying over there and then mm. going 
going to the castle the next day and then having some like a bit of a bit of breakfast and yeah, going to go around the castle and then come back. Very nice. Okay. Taking a switch with you? Yes. Well, I have to at the moment because I've got bang into my switch at the moment. Oh yeah, me too. Me so. too. It's made me um, really, really think about wanting a Steam Deck. Yes. Yeah, um, it was my birthday. Actually, it was like, can I justify? Four hundred pounds on a Steam Deck. Yeah. Winner. If I hadn't just bought a puppy. Yeah. Well, this is. Uh, I'm selling my I house. I've just probably conveyancing like grand's worth of conveyancing <sighs> fees. And yeah. Then, yeah. That, that went out the window quite quickly. The thought of a Steam Deck. Hmm. <sighs> oh, maybe if maybe if I get a promotion at work, I'll That's treat it. myself. But my other half's really interested in the idea as well because, like, oh god, um, for you guys, it'd be amazing. She, she likes the idea, but then like she she doubly liked the idea once I told her there's like a dock now that they make so you can like it, plug it in and play it on your TV with any Bluetooth controller and presumably like a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse you could use yeah. as well. Um, that that one has like that keyboard things. That's lock I've got. And yeah. you don't you don't need the official. You can buy a compatible. There's yeah. makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking from experience. Um, <laughs> would you mean an official dock or the official controller because I don't think they sell the Steam controller no anymore, no uh, uh, we've got a compatible dock it's basically a USB-C dock um, yeah and it you can plug the Steam Deck into it and it plays on the monitor and you mm. can use your controller and all that kind of stuff mm. but um, the funny thing is that uh, my wife has an unusual uh, gaming process and you can <laughs> unplug the Steam Deck and plug it into her laptop and get the same experience Oh wow! Okay. Oh, so you can yeah. use the screen of your laptop as a the screen. No, of no. Steam Deck. Sorry, she uh, puts the laptop oh. at the side of the sofa, plugs the dock in, and then we have a little monitor on the stand. Oh, and, clever! And so oh, she can switch nice. between the two. So if a game isn't particularly, um, I'll be honest, we haven't found a game yet that doesn't run well on the Steam Deck. Um, but mm. when say if I was playing on the Steam Deck, she could continue her game with cloud saves on her laptop through the same dock. That's just was a, an a, idea um, of how standard and compatible it is. It's mad, isn't it? There was a weird like period of time early this year where Elden Ring ran better on the Steam Deck than it did on PCs, which is <laughs> well, it's a dramatically nuts, reduced considering... resolution. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not, but it's also running on a different operating system. Yeah, than the, the one it was built yes. to to make on, yeah. uh, to run on. Um, but it's also... when it first launched on Steam Deck, it was awful. But then, like Valve put out some some, some heavy patching. Uh, heavy updates and then after that it was like it runs at a reduced resolution runs a reduced frame rate but it was running smoothly which is more than could be said for the pc version for a while yes. although i booted it up again earlier um and it runs buttery smooth now so that's good but um i saw uh my first steam deck in the wild uh on uh on the flight out to uh gran canaria um the guy on the seat in front had got one and um it's a big unit. It's a, boys, it? it's a big old console. I mean, I got my Switch there, and I'd got the um, um, Hori. Um, I don't know what they're called. Oh, the yeah. extra big Joy Cons that make it feel like an actual controller, and they've got like the little paddle things on the bottom and, and full size sticks, which makes the Switch quite a bit bigger. And it it looked tiny compared to a Steam Deck. That thing is huge. <laughs> the screen um, makes up for it. Yeah, not, it doesn't weigh a, that much though, right? Not really. No, it's it's ridiculous. No. You'll sometimes uh, hear more of the fan on it than you would the Switch. I mean, I ran the Witcher three on the Switch, and it's that's crazy. The, yeah, that's not no so heat, no heat. It just played. Yeah. It was bizarre. Uh, the mm. Steam Deck, um, you you sometimes hear or feel the fan air, but 
yeah, mm. it, that's why it needs the size. And the battery is very respectable. Not yeah. Switch it's respectable, a, it's about, but it's, yeah, it's good. It's about comparable. I've heard, like, uh, some games uh, will, like, mint, will munch through the battery in about 90 minutes, but some games you can, if you're playing, like, a you know, an indie game or whatever, it can, you can get up to, like, six, seven hours on it, which is more than you can get on the Switch. Yeah. Switch clocks out, at best, like, four hours. At least I've got a launch model. Um, yeah. And the battery's not doesn't last more than about four hours, uh, even when playing something light. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, very tempted to get one. <laughs> um, should we talk about what we've been playing? Yeah, mate. Go I on, think man. there's one thing that we've all been playing. We should probably talk about first, right? Uh, Overwatch Two. What's that? We all played a little bit of Overwatch. You've you've played some Overwatch Two, right, Doug? <clears throat> well, I mean. It says Overwatch.exe. I thought, is it not just Overwatch One, but an update? I don't know. Unlikely <laughs> oh, yeah. patch. Yeah. Literally, Overwatch the exe is Overwatch.exe. <laughs> yep. Lazy. Yeah, it's, it it replaced. Like I downloaded. Uh, I wanted to do the um, account linking or make sure the account linking stuff was done on my PlayStation, which is where I played the game before. Uh, and I boot my PlayStation up, and Overwatch was gone, and Overwatch Two was just there. Yep. We just yeah. overwrote the original, like the original game has been wiped from existence. Um, the, there's some the comparisons to what before, Destiny has they? happened, but uh, yeah. 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 So, Five. Overwatch 2 um, is part of a part of a game because a lot of the stuff that we were promised is not in there and is probably not going to be coming until sometime next year at the earliest, <laughs> which is the PvE stuff. So, all we've got is the PvP stuff. Um, so that's all we can really talk about. Um, the big thing that we've, we've, I think we've mentioned before already mm. when we've talked about it a little bit is the drop from six v six to five v five. How do we, how do we feel about that? Actually, quite enjoying it. I know mm-hmm. I was saying before that it puts a lot more pressure on the tanks, but obviously I've just kind of walked away from that whole the experience and just thought, right, I won't play tank and yeah. Um, as a DPS and as a support, I'm having so much more fun. Mm-hmm. You know, because but that, that one that's, is less player. But that's always how it's been, isn't it? Damage yeah. has been fun. Being a support and this being a it. tank has been less fun. Um, mm. And their compromise is to make everyone damage. But, oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, even the tanks are damaged. This is what yeah. we were saying before, like all the tanks yeah. are damaged. Yeah. Know. I'm Doomfist as a tank. This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that, that surprised me. Yeah, um, like he wasn't hard enough kind of, to kill. Let's make him... With more health and okay, they've yeah, re- really they've rejigged most of the heroes, and I don't even know why they're still calling Arissa Arissa. Yeah, no, it's a completely, completely different character. Plays yeah, completely, completely differently. Yeah, and she was um, my main, and I just can't, I can't play her now. She's, I fight so much for you, mate. That because yeah. I, I, some mm. games, and this is the thing I will say: six v six. Some games you could see the benefit in switching a tank because of the protection. You might be able to give. You might be able to help stall, and it's clear that they don't care about that. They just want no. your tank up front with healers spamming health. That's it. And, and, and that's pushing in an ideal world is that I'm just de- now. I'm getting to the point now where I'm kind of desperate to play with people I know, so I know that I'll either get support or at least some extra damage or a tank ahead of me that's going to sort of help mm-hmm. me along because. You know, with, without that communication or without that kind of, you know, team bond. It, but isn't most of the communication 
group up, heal the tank, and charge at the objective. Yeah, I've not found many games, and I've not found many games where the tank that died the most won. It's like ah, the tank exactly. that dies the least will win. Uh, yeah, it's it's such but a that's, shame. That's and mostly I understand... down to the healers, isn't it? It's like it's, it's mostly down to how good your your heals uh, are. It's the same thing. Um, I hate to bring in bring it in again, but it's the same thing when I play Final Fantasy fourteen. I main a tank almost exclusively. I I play the the tank classes on my character, um, and when I'm running dungeons, um, it's uh, people. Uh, the DPS will always bitch at me because I'm not moving through the dungeon fast enough, or I'm not pulling enough enemies in like uh, at the same you know in one go or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the DPS characters get uh, players get annoyed because we're not getting through quick enough. But I, I always chat back in in, in chat that like. It's not the tank who should decide the pace. It should be the healer, yeah. because it's the healer's job to keep the tank alive. And it's the same in in uh, Overwatch. Oh god, yeah. Like, um, your tank is only the tank is only ever going to be as good as the healers. Yep. Like you can you can tank as you can tank tank better than any tank has ever tanked. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not being kept alive by a good healer, then it's going to be all for naught. So many of the healers that I've played against played with. Like spreading out and just getting so far away from the group that like the healing yeah. is completely pointless. Like, or one of them's flying off, the following the rogue Genji that's disappeared yeah. off to the yes. edge of the map or whatever. Yeah, this is it, right? Yeah, yeah. I just... need to play it with people. I oh, will play because... it with me. Uh, I yeah, will say. I know, we need to get like a full group together. Really, like we need yeah. five of us to, to yeah. have a proper crack. Because like in its defense, my... there are mm-hmm. less trolls and and yeah. It, there oh, are people playing it badly, entry. but there aren't people deliberately being awful. No, I haven't seen... I've, I used to see a lot of stuff flying past in the yeah. chat, and now that's kind of gone, which is nice. Yep. I don't feel as intimidated. I'm sure they'll still be on their screen, screen screaming at me. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've like I've been... Um, for the extra XP, I've been doing the uh, queuing as a healer. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I am... Um, sure that teams have got very annoyed with me because like um I, I play healer from time to time and usually i never play lucio but mm. i was a tank main in overwatch one uh and i haven't really played tank in this because like it's it feels like it's gonna be too much pressure yeah um and i i used to be a um reinhardt main and then switched over to arissa and they've changed the Arissa up so much i don't know how to play her yet mm. mm-hmm. um maybe i should just jump in and just play as reinhardt but i've been i've been trying out some of the other healer classes that i haven't played before including the new girl kiriko um, kiriko Kiriko, yeah who is uh healing gengu basically yeah um the american yeah yeah i've been playing a lot of zen and that's been so much fun because yeah zen's good damage wise He's, yeah. he's been given it, his melee, center. yeah, and his melee is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, it has knockback, yeah, yeah, it has knockback, but it's also heavier damage as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but, it's just I was watching Kiriko, the other day. Yeah, uh, Kiriko's got, uh, basically uh, an an nerf, uh, an Anna counter, because she has mm. that uh, thing that she can waft over, and you'll see the people not used to the uh, powers yet, just using it to heal. But it can debuff a nano or a sleep. So you've right, got a Ryan okay, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with an Anna behind him, absolutely pummeling with health. 
Yeah, our Anna will sleep the Rhine. Kiriko debuffs the sleep and Rhine's back up and charging again. It's like, oh my yeah. word, how do you... And if you're DPS, well, they've got to be smarter. They've got to go and take out the Anna and the Kiriko. Yeah, that's it. Mm. And I don't think they're there yet. Uh, no. I feel like... A, you just need a Sombra, right? You just need a brave Sombra. <laughs> well, she's um, been buffed, um, yeah, it feels. Because she can hack guess, now. So yeah, yeah, she can hack without was... losing invisibility. So, yeah. yeah. So I think I've been playing a lot of um, Sombras who are basically rushing. They're just poking. So they just go in, mm -hmm. they do a lot of damage, and then just blink out of existence. And then yeah. just before they're about to die, reheal and then come back again. And then they just cycle that through. So hard to take them out. But so I, I've, I played Overwatch on the Xbox in the beta, um, mm. and it felt, well, it was my intro to the that kind of shooter, and well, since Quake Three, which doesn't really count, and it was an innocent time. By the by, the end of it, even the last day of Overwatch, you still you had people with uh, twelve XP, uh, being absolute gods and ruining the game for everyone. Yeah. And it seems like this has been a reset, and everyone doesn't quite get. Oh, because people yet. can't smurf anymore. Yeah, there's no smurfs. Mm. There's uh, because also people are getting used to the new heroes. Yeah, um, so no, those insane battle pass as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Just also keeping people honest to a point. Yeah, and I, I don't feel compelled to do those daily challenges, but you can see <laughs> it's trying to encourage people to play other heroes and. Mm. You know, say thank you to your support. It's like, oh, yeah. that there has to be. I was just doing it. Um, I was doing it just as an experiment, just to see how much. If you were doing the challenges and you were like queuing with the bonus XP class, like how much, how quickly you can go up the um, battle pass. But because, mm -hmm. like, because I played Overwatch one, Kiriko's unlocked straight away. I presume the other two new characters are as well. Mm. I haven't tried them yet. I haven't, but they're unlocked regardless of whether you get the battle pass or not. Yeah. Right, I think I've been able to play as Kiriko, and I haven't bought the battle pass, and I think that's just because I played Overwatch One. Yeah, you can get it for free. Um, but next season, if they introduce a new character, um, I'm not buying the battle pass because fuck Ooh. Blizzard. Uh, yep. <laughs> and I wondered like how hard is it going to be to grind up to rank fifty five? Um, and it took me, even with the bonus XP. Uh, it took me three matches to go up one level on the battle pass. So that's like 150, 160 odd matches mm. to, to unlock the new character. And for a casual player like me, I can't play yeah. 150 matches in that space of time. Because it's only it's, it's two months, is it? The, the, the season? Yeah. Um, I think I'm up to like 44. Yeah, I was going to say, I could, I could probably get to 30 by the end of the Battle Pass just playing it. I'm up to, like, rank three, I think. Rank three or four. Right. Yeah. Um, I haven't played I was, a huge number of matches. I don't play I'm also, this is, this is the first time I played Overwatch on PC. No, um, right. And I, I, it's I, a different I, animal, isn't it? It is a very different animal. Yeah. There's only that, one <laughs> DPS character that I can do anything with, and that's Soldier 76, because he's easy. You'll find Sojourn um, as easy then. Sojourn, man. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, love her. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm going to play healer, I've, 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 you know, I did a little playing around with Kiriko, but that when it all goes wrong, Zen, I just go man. back to playing yeah, as um, Lucio, man. Yeah. You don't have to worry about healing. You just well, stand all healers near people have and passive. Heal. All heroes have all healers have passive heal now. 
In fact, yeah, but not Lucio's like been b- nerfed with his self heal. Mm. But but also like I like the wall running. Oh yeah, uh, and I like being able to boop people. But you can't like boop a tank the, now. Yeah. No, but I also like when I inevitably die, sticking on the speed boost to get back into the fray a bit quicker. This is why um, I'm Mora because I have an an exit. Um, it's why yeah. I lo- I wish I could play Anna, but if I'm under attack and no one's protecting me, I'm dead. I I can't it, sleep yeah. as Genji is uh, hunting me. The funny thing I will no. say that as well, uh, being an Overwatch one player on PC and then Overwatch two, um, it keeps your bindings. Um, yeah. So uh, Winston has his Tesla cannon, and because right click did nothing, that was melee for me with him. Well, I didn't know in Overwatch 2, he's got an alternate fire on his Tesla cannon now. <laughs> I, had, I, I was researching for, because I, I have my own opinions, um, but I was like, well, what are the actual differences in the heroes? Why am I getting annoyed with some of these? And I read this thing about Winston, that he has this alternate fire, and I'm like, oh, I, I did not know that. Yeah, the amount of times <laughs> I've heard this, I've been like watching streams of like, people in there and going like, what do you mean Cassidy can't do, you know, blah, 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 blah now? Like, I can't flashbang now. You know, that, that was the, like my one move that I could do. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, because um, I mean, that's my biggest gripe with the, the tweaks to the heroes. They've got nothing to do with the hero. So like an, uh, uh, Cassidy, what, a, a magnetic seeking grenade? What? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Arissa, a javelin? What? What's, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. get the connection. Why? I don't, I don't understand why they made the change. I don't understand why they made the changes to Arissa because I stopped playing Overwatch one a while ago. So like mm-hmm. Baptiste, um, the other, the the big like robot, half man, half robot science Sigma tank dude, Sigma. Um, and those characters I hadn't played. I hadn't played them at all because I stopped playing before they came in. But checking in on like footage of people playing it online. Um, towards the end, it was just barrier central. Yeah. There were just barriers everywhere. Everyone had barriers, uh, and it looked shit. So <laughs> I'm glad they've taken away some of those. Yeah, um, they didn't come up with. Yeah, they didn't come up with a decent way of countering the shields. <clears throat> That's the frustrating no, no. thing. That you know, there's no, one so. Tesla cannon. Mm. It's not impossible that someone else could have a a pistol Tesla or a rifle Tesla. Or a railgun, yeah. even that could go mm. through the shields, but they instead mm-hmm. they just made it all about like damage. So they've just given you Sojourn, like can fire through the shields, and that's about it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know. but it's uh, the shields uh, now, so yeah, <laughs> this is it, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and I, I can't I believe barriers, for, but... I can't believe for all the testing they've done that that in the first weeks they've had to take three heroes out because they're yeah. so broken, and Bastion's not back for another week. He's no. out of the whole game because they broke him so badly. That sounds very familiar to me as a Destiny player, though, because... <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're Destiny borrowing all the worst all the from Destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vaulting content, um, taking stuff out of the game because mm-hmm. it's broken and they don't know how to fix it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it seems like every other week a gun has to be taken out of Destiny or a perk has to be disabled yeah. because it's broken and people find a way to exploit it or whatever. Um, it just feels like a lack of play testing on the part of the developers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was but... saying this to a colleague, and he he's the reason that uh, you saw me playing Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> I've got a colleague at work, and he plays it in competitive all the time. Uh, he's not competitive about it, but he is already platinum yeah. in Overwatch too. Um, 
Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it, it's like it's taken the worst aspects of Destiny, like the Battle Pass. You don't have the two uh, uh, channels where, you know, you're winning something every level up, but if you're a Battle Pass, you get mm -hmm. a better thing. It's, no, you mm -hmm. get one every five level ups. So yeah. the, the the balancing of the heroes, that they've not got it right since Al started. The, yeah. the balance seems I mean, to be I'm... by introducing a new hero that's over um overpowered but that's to almost I, I the cynic in me is like to encourage people to try it's the a new hero say so right yeah that's it and it's yeah, like yeah. they can't just make it balanced They're like well we'll make it this side rubbish for a bit and then we'll, next time we'll make another a different bit rubbish yeah i i think they should just hire excuse me assholes just <laughs> go see all the people who have been absolute wallies yeah. Hire them because they're clearly using pros who want to get the best out. But no, you need to find the people who know the ways around that. Like yeah, the so guy who found out the, the bug hacker. in Bastion's ultimate. Hire yeah. him. You know, <laughs> yeah. try, and try not to have him gloat on Twitch. Oh, look what I can do. Ugh. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, for all the gameplay problems, it is the business model that I have the most problem with. Yeah. And like, I get it. But also, it feels like it's not going to work in a world where they're joining this um, business model very, very late. Um, the hardcore players are going to buy the Battle Pass anyway and get the new characters straight away. Yeah. The casual players aren't going to grind to be able to unlock the new characters. And so then you'll have like the haves and, and the have-nots. Just to enjoy the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They might just enjoy yeah. being where they are. Mm hmm. Know? Yeah, but then they won't get the new characters, and then and then you've got like it, it feels like that you're gonna have like that weird situation uh, that used to be back when like Call of Duty had um, map packs. You know, they'd bring a map pack out every now and then, and then the player base would get siloed off into two different pools, yeah. and then the next map yeah. pack would come out, and then oh no, it's three different pools. It's like the people who just bought the base game, and then it's the people who bought the base game yeah. and the first map pack, and then the people who bought both of them, and then. Um, it's going to be like people complaining, telling telling their uh, their healer to switch to a particular character that they haven't unlocked yet, rather than how it was back in Overwatch One, where new character comes out, everyone gets it. Um, it feels I don't know, and like I don't like battle passes at all. I can kind of half-heartedly defend it in Destiny Two because. When you buy that season of content, you're not just getting the premium tier on the battle pass. You're getting some content, mm -hmm. like new it's locations, DLC. new activities, a new raid. Yeah. It's DLC, yeah. Uh, essentially, a small chunk of DLC for you know. Yeah. They bring I mean, if this battle pass was four of them a year, two le two levels in the single player plus, well, you know, or even some of this PVE experience plus, they yeah. are promising. Yeah, yeah, but that's not coming out for ages it feels like they were, they were working on that for a long time and then people higher up the chain said you need to get this game out the door yeah this bit they just to, abandoned the pve this bit needs to make us some money so we can you need, yeah exactly it needs to bring in some money and i don't know i don't know how much it is <clears> going to bring in but i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe it'll do really well but yeah. whatever <laughs> but um we're in a world that diablo 4 still doing well i mean well this is it right yeah but I tell you what I've, I've been enjoying uh, with this game is I've been just going in for the um, 
Have you played the Mystery Heroes? Um, no. <laughs> I used to play that. So much fun. I used to play it on, D- on Overwatch 1, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, brilliant. So every time I die, I change to a different character, and yeah. most of the characters I haven't used before. So it's just like this like constant cavalcade of like learning. It's been great. I've been loving it. Just when I get yeah. like to the point where I feel like I'm just dying and dying and dying, I'll just go into that and have like four or five games and go, well, this doesn't matter. Because I'm no, Moira, I- then, I'm, <laughs> then I'm Zen, then I'm, you know, Reinhardt, and, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> The funniest thing of that is when other people get annoyed at you. It's like, come, mate, this is arcade. It, we're, yeah, we're all I different. Don't I don't, I don't choose to be this character. Why are you upset that we're losing this game? And everyone only played it for in the old days for the arcade loot boxes that yeah, you got yeah. for every three wins. Now it's for mm-hmm. battle pass experience. Possibly, oh, I don't know if you do. do you just, get it's just, just for the experience of it, I guess. Oh, yeah. to, change it up a bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, but, I used to enjoy that. Yeah, just just having that fun, having that um, situation. Like like I say, I've, I've picked up another couple of characters that I would never have played, just because I switched to them. Going, oh, this is I'm actually doing all right in this one. You See, know, it's, like it, never, it's... never played Symmetra, and then got oh. Oh, actually quite like Symmetra. I, I don't like this one, the teleport. I don't like, but no. the, yeah, the, and she doesn't recharge her ammo on shields anymore. Well, there's no shields, um, yeah. but yeah, I loved the. Because you sound like me in that you like to play quick play anonymous, but yeah. you care about playing it right. You care about balance. Yeah. You want to you want to be the guy to fix a bad team. Mystery yeah, heroes help, take yeah. yeah. Mystery heroes frees you from that. You can just yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like oh, I'm widow. Oh, I normally hate when there's a widow on the other team. Oh well, <laughs> I'm that person now. <laughs> Have a bit of this. Yep. No, <laughs> yeah. I always want to feel like I'm I'm helping right, and if I'm not helping, then I feel like I've had a bad game and. You know, it won't win, win or lose, like you know. But I now feel like I'm getting to the stage where I can influence something, or at least yeah. like kind of, yeah, yeah, push, push back or whatever. So yeah, I'm thorough, like I say, I'm thoroughly enjoying my experience with it. But um, yeah, like I say, I think I just need that. I need to, I need that group now to kind of push on and get a bit more serious about it, and also yeah. learn as well. Like people going, oh right, don't go there and. You know, get your positioning right and whatever. Yeah, I'm still learning yeah. the maps, I'll be honest. The shortcuts <laughs> open up when it gets to a certain point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, thoroughly, thoroughly good game. Like I say, I've, that's probably the most hours I've put in this week. Just yeah. to watch. Still not as good as Splatoon 3, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we talk about something other than Overwatch? Um, Dougie. What else have you been playing apart from Overwatch? Um, well, the aforementioned Steam Deck. We were on holiday mm, yeah. a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Where'd um, you go? Uh, North Yorkshire. Oh, uh, very nice. It was lovely. Republic we went to of Bronte Country. It was. Uh, oh, it's, lovely. Yeah, it's, it's lovely up there. We hired a, a cottage, a house sort of thing. So we had the dog mm. and family, um, and nice. we pre-ordered the Steam Deck ages ago. And the week before we're due to leave, you get the notification. Ah, do you want to buy it? I've I've got a screenshot where I paid for it two minutes after the email arrived. Wow. Um, and it arrived the day before we left. So, so, so That's kind of fine. Oh, yeah. I, I got some uh, of the Ode Fortuna or something, the classical music, and brought it into my wife with this. Because <laughs> it was her birthday present, um, 
so yeah we took that away and my word what an astounding machine um mm-hmm. i was playing uh, she was playing all her games uh she's into a disney dreamlight valley uh okay. my time at porsche hocker life there's a new game just come out of it was on early access dinkum she loves all these farm life sims um mm, but then when direct the other day <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> I, I should go and find the highlights for her. well she got into gaming in lo- in lockdown with the switch Lite, um right. and she got into animal crossing and from that, did she, everyone yep and she got uh from that she got a gaming laptop so she could work and play games and now the poor switch Lite, it it's not seen daylight for a long time um all the games that she enjoys on the switch are also on steam uh, dreamlight valley have their own cloud safe so even though she started oh, okay. playing it on the switch she uh we've loaded it up well, bought it on steam loaded it up sync the cloud and she could continue her game and it was just so natural she's as it was she'd say she's not a technical person that mm. machine just runs um we have we haven't come across a purpose to use any of the special menus yet Right, but they exist. Out. You can reduce the frame rate and increase the battery life, all that kind of stuff that you know, all the slide all the sliders that the nerds like are all there. <laughs> We've not had to touch it. Um and I've in between her playing it, I've been playing um well, I played Dead Cells. Phenomenal. It's nice. made nice. for that machine. Because it was good on the oh. Switch Lite, but yeah. the Steam Deck has a bigger screen. And yeah. I wouldn't say it's better, it's not as good as the AMOLED. Uh, or the OLED switch, yeah. but it is it is good. Um, we got the version that has the non-reflective screen as well, okay. which is very good. Um, mm. Quite eerie comparing it when we were on holiday. My stepson had has one as well, which where I heard about the compatible cases and docks and things. Uh, and yeah, you could noticeably see the difference in the reflection. Um, wow. But yeah, Dead Cell played phenomenally. And as I mentioned on Twitter, um, I I went back to Fez. Um, oh yeah 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 i've not played oh, this man. since 2014 apparently no uh, i played eight, i played eight hours then um and i fired it up it seemed like a perfect steam deck game and in the past week i put in four hours i started to get i didn't know what i was doing when i was playing it the first time and now i get it and i get the puzzles mm. and i get the navigation and the map and and it's beautiful it's such mm. a beautiful clever game um mm. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> I had it. Do you remember when? Um, do you remember when we were going to get a Fizz two, and then Phil Fish couldn't stop arguing with people on the internet, and the game got cancelled, and he disappeared. Yeah. Cancelled himself, didn't he? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, mm. people of those troubled kind of guy. pixel games, yes. Yeah. I hope he's but, well. Um, but uh, Fez was. Yeah, uh, well, there was a documentary about. There's a masterpiece. Yeah, uh, there was a document. It's it called was in the game, of, the movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, Part, part, half. Well, it was about a bunch of stuff, about, but, but mostly it was like half Fez, half uh, Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's Ed, a game I should play. Well, Ed McMullen. Hmm. I think that's his name. Um, and the other guy who did Super Meat Boy, and then Phil Fish, doing the Fez stuff. Um, I, Fez was uh, an incredible game. It's, it's. I remember when I first played it, and, and started to realize that there was so much more there than what i thought it it's, was it's got like qr I, I codes it in like, it it's there's so much there's so much to it yeah, like yeah. there's the so there's so many puzzles and, and and like 
I remember like the discourse when it came out, like it was a bit of a, it was a mini cultural event amongst like gaming aficionados when it came out because like people were talking about how it's bringing back that old feeling of uh, pre-internet days when you were playing like a SNES game or whatever and you discover yep. a secret and just like sharing tips with people on the playground because like the internet was coming together to like solve the mysteries of this game and it took, it took a couple of years to solve one mm. of them, I think. There's like nice. an entire language hidden in there and like mm. so much more than just a quirky little platform where you can rotate. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and that, that was mind breaking enough. Never mind all the other mm. clever bits that are in there that yeah. the, the amount of game in it is phenomenal. Um, it's crazy. Well, like the, yeah. that, that's the game that like the witness wish, wishes it was. You know? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I was chuffed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was uh, very grateful to Steam Cloud for keeping that. And again, it's such a perfect mobile game. Um, I don't know if it's on the Switch even. I hadn't even thought to play it. It just came up as uh, recommend. Okay. You know, plays well on the Steam Deck. Mm. Um, it was on. Um, I played it on Vita, um, mm -hmm. and I remember I absolutely fell in love with that disaster piece soundtrack. Mm. Uh, I ended up like checking out pretty much everything that guy did afterwards he did the soundtrack to a, f a film and wow. i've listened to the soundtrack so many times and i've never seen the film a film called <laughs> it follows yeah. it's supposed to be a okay horror movie um like the soundtrack's it. amazing nice um yeah love love the last piece of stuff uh but yeah that game is pretty okay. special i probably should play it again <laughs> um anything else you've been playing on the steam deck then um, well, what, uh, one of the things you can do with Steam Deck is uh, dual boot, and that yes. okay, this is yeah. Nerdia, and you can set up a SD card. I installed Windows put Go. Windows on it, yeah, yeah, Windows Go, and it runs. And I got so got then Galaxy. you can run, you can run Game Pass, and you can run Epic Game Store, right? Well, yeah, well, Game Pass just needs a browser. Remember that because it all runs oh, cloud for the thing. Yeah, yeah, for streaming, but the streaming stuff is. Uh, but yeah apparently it's, it's yeah it's very uh, much in beta yeah yeah and they they've said as much um to try and justify why they should be able to buy activision but um yeah <laughs> the, the uh where was i going with that yeah uh god galaxy was uh why i wanted it because um mm. i'm still loving cult of the lamb i haven't got around to finishing okay. it ah um, yep yeah, uh and that ran it actually ran in Steam Deck, not great, but I wanted mm. I didn't want to start from the beginning. Oh, uh, was no. why it wasn't great. Sorry, it it ran well, but I didn't want to start from the beginning. Um, so th there are ways and there are launchers in Steam Deck you can install, but it was actually easier to set up a dual boot, and it's so easy you just hold volume and power on with the SD card plugged in and say boot from the SD card. And when you're done, reboot and it's back into Steam Deck. So I've not, oh, wow. if I hand this over to my wife, she's not going, oh, can you undo this? Like, no, just turn it off and on again. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, I love how graceful it is. And I didn't expect that from Steam. No. I expected this to be more Yeah, hard their work. hardware in the past has been a bit hit or miss. Yeah. I know some people who are, real big fans of the steam controller but it didn't really take off no. steam machines didn't really take off the vr stuff is incredible um no. the actual physical steam link 
That's gone. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Steam, Steam Link ran better on a Fire TV than it did on yeah. their dedicated yeah. hardware. On my shield, yeah. 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 I don't even use it now. I've got, um, I just use the uh, NVIDIA Shields, uh, NVIDIA streaming yeah. um, stuff to stream from my PC to my um, um, Shield TV rather than use the Steam Link um, app. Which is another but, um, point about the Steam Deck. It can stream Steam Link your games. Yeah. Very yeah, clever. Yeah. So those games that aren't mm. that would benefit from the power of your PC, I, I that that ran absolutely seamlessly. I was very surprised. Um I wouldn't recommend I'd And stuff it. that you're not allowed to install on the Steam Deck, like yes. Destiny. Yeah. Well, any of those that use the um anti piracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um Elden Ring uses anti cheat and you can install that on a Steam Deck. Mm. Okay. That's not easy anti cheat, uh, is it? Uh, is that the one that's I don't... particularly I don't know. I don't know if you play Elden Ring on a Steam Deck whether you're forced to play offline though. Yeah. So I don't know. I have to look. I have to have a look into that. Um, I bought Cult of the Lamb yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've played um, a little chunk of that. I wanted something because I finished off um, the last game I was playing on the Switch, and I wanted something else that I could play in like bite-sized chunks, and importantly, was pausable can't really play Splatoon at the moment because if I'm locked into a three minute match and it's getting really tense and the puppy pisses on the floor <laughs> um, like I can't a, just like a, a phrase you know <laughs> oh my god Dave the puppy pissed on the floor again <laughs> I can't just like put the controller down and clean it up because I'm in the middle of a match and I'll let my team down so I need stuff that I you know offline things that I can just pause um, so I picked up um, Cause of the Lamb and that's a lovely little game. Beautiful. Um, the sort of the dungeon crawling um, roguelike elements of it are they're good. They're probably on a par with like um, Moonlighter uh, and games like that. Uh, I think it's kind of unfair to judge any game in that genre against Hades because fuck me, Hades is... Uh, yeah. is an absolute masterpiece and, and nothing feels as good to play as that game does in, in that genre um but it i mean it holds its own uh in that terms but it's the the real thing that's got its hooks into me that the, the the main reason you go and do the actual dungeon crawling is the the stuff that you're doing back at your home base afterwards like the the weird twisted demonic cult <laughs> animal crossing game yes. that's at the heart of it and like that stuff's so good like building up your your base and like and farming and cooking and trying to take care of your cultists but also occasionally having to lock them in the stockades because they've <laughs> they've lost faith and they're spreading discontent amongst the other cultists and occasionally having to sacrifice one of them because the your um the level of worship is not high enough and and whatnot um but all they're all like little cutesy woodland creatures and it's 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 dark but like incredibly funny and oh man yeah it's tory like, simulator it's, it's with really a sense good. of humor yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's one i brought i mean I'd, I'd wanted to pick up for a while because my other half bought it um, and I watched her uh, playing it, and I was like, "This looks really good. I need to play this." And then, like, I just caved the other day and picked it up. Um, I watched a lot of people. Have you watched people playing this on 
Twitch? No. Oh, the Twitch integration is really cool. If you're playing it on PC oh, wow. yes. and you're streaming it, um, when you get a new follower, a new cultist, um, you can put it up to the... Uh, you can run a raffle in the Steam chat, and then whoever wins the raffle gets to like design and name the character. Epic. And then they'll have their like Steam... Uh, there's still a little Steam name next to that character. Not a Steam name, their Twitch name, sorry. And next to the character. Brilliant. Um, as they're running around. Like, yes, yeah, so I was watching Limmy playing it. Um, and um, Abby Russell uh, used to be on Giant Bomb. Um, and like, yeah, like the, the, the just cool little integration. Just to, like, there, there should be more games that do stuff like that, that like for Twitch streamers that mean yeah. that they're their viewers can actually get involved in the game in some way. It's such a, yeah. such a neat little idea. It's very simple, but like very cool. I was going to say that the, um, the first time I ever saw the, um, that Twitch integration stuff was, do you remember iDarb? iDarb. Yeah. It was like a weird, like pixel smash brothers game type thing, <clears throat> but you could, the Twitch integration, you could just type in stuff in the chat and it was like, start firing extra weapons or balls or like, asteroids at you or whatever you were trying oh, really? to goals at either end yeah and you would yeah it was literally like you could have your game ruined by like a bunch of like twitch trolls it's quite fun um I, like that name rings a bell that's, i'm looking at screenshots and it's, and it's not it's not like ringing anything it apparently no. stands for it draws a red box yeah it's um yeah um, it was just like a it was like a like i think you had to get a ball from one side to the other like and score a goal um Anything else you played you want to chat about? Um, the uh, Talking of amazing machines, when I was on holiday, the, I took the Xbox S because it's tiny. And my word, nice! that was an amazing machine. That was our Netflix. That was our games. And um, I Grounded came out of Early Access. Oh, okay. And, it, and it's not for me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's clever. I like the art style. Um but it's too difficult for me. I love that it has an option to remove the spiders or make them not look like spiders for people who suffer from arachnophobia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a survival game and uh, it's quite generous. Like if you die, you can go back and get your stuff. But uh, yeah, more spectacle. It's for more the balanced for like a four player experience. But if you're one person on your own, it kind of still doesn't yeah. rebalance. So you're yeah, the, getting the, swarmed. Yeah, yeah. The world does not like a, a person on their own in that game. Uh, it would yeah. be fun. I could see it be fun with other people. Um, but again, the, just a testament to the S, um, just yeah. how portable and phenomenal, even with rubbish, you know, rural broadband, um, it was an excellent device. And Grounded was a lot of fun, um, but too difficult. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the patience when there's other <laughs> games like <laughs> Dead Cells and Fez. And yeah, mate. Yeah, the Steam Deck right there. Yeah, it's too hard. So I played Dead Cells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't defend that. I was surprised actually going back to Dead Cells. It's still getting so many updates and quality of life yeah. improvements even now. Um, quality game, mm, a great so value for yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, oh no, it wasn't him. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting confused. There's another game I like that uh, called Core Keeper, and they. Uh, you could say they ripped off a lot of aspects of Terraria and they've just done a cross event where there's Terraria content in Core Keeper and Core Keeper content in Terraria. 
um, and mm-hmm. that brought me back to Core Keeper, which I've been enjoying again, but uh, not enough to warrant any time <laughs> to talk about here. <laughs> it, it's a very clever, good game. Again, a mix of okay. uh, genres like uh, the way Cult of the Lamb has done, but very different tone. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. uh, that, that, that's it for me. I'll, I'll keep quiet because right. my internet platforms up again. All right, Chazzy. Hello, mate. Talking of, talking of games that you're thoroughly enjoying, but then have a that are hard, like Grounded. Um, I've I've picked up a very cheap copy of Metroid Dread on the Switch. I thought I've heard a lot about this. I quite like these. I've never really played a lot. I've played Castlevania games, and I've played stuff like um, Shadow Complex, and I like. Oh, I got really confused for a moment. And I thought you were talking about Metro. No, no, Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Metroid. I was about to say, oh, mate, let me tell you about the Metro books. They're really good. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Samus yeah. and Samus and climbing and, you know, jumping okay. and shooting and rolling. So, Not yeah. Russian um, sub- subways. This is it, right. So, um, yeah, I thought, I thought, right, it's cheap. It's like 20 quid. I'll pick up Metroid Dread. Let's give it a go. Everyone's raved about it. And um, what a game. Apps, the, the presentation and the... the um, you know, polish is incredible, and like, oh, just like searching through these like this abandoned space station on this planet, and you think, oh god, this is like it's just so atmospheric, and you know, the only thing I would say is like I have played a bit of Metroid, obviously on the original like SNES, mm-hmm. and I always found that like really atmospheric, and like yeah, really like sort of gets you in and it gets really dark, but I always found it a little bit. <laughs> obtuse you know it doesn't tell you this is back in the day before you know like like people were being signposted to where to go and stuff so you're always having to backtrack and look through areas or you just get into a loop of like i can't find out how to get out of this area well that's classic metroidvania game loop isn't it yeah so with this there's none of that it just feels like it's always pointing you in the right direction to get to Mm. the next weapon upgrade or the next exit to push the story on because like there's cut scenes in between but the uh, wrinkle like, in this case is the survival horror aspect this is it. it right so yeah. this is the the one thing like i've been thoroughly enjoying the whole game it's really good loving like just going around picking up all these weapons and kind of working out how to get from a to b and whatever or get to the next mm. section but then they throw in these what they call emmys which are like <clears throat> um, robots that are, have somehow been reprogrammed to attack you. They're supposed to be like helping you find samples in this space station or whatever it is, but they've actually now, rather than looking for like creatures to take samples of, they're now basically set to kill you. So there are certain sections of the level where it's you go through like a pixelated door and then suddenly you're in an, in an Emmy zone but these things just hunt you down and kit they're just one shot you that's it bang like you see, you see it and you run around and you basically you have to run around and try and avoid it or it just jumps on you and kills you in one shot and then you're back to your last checkpoint and it's the most frustrating thing in the world and it, like I was saying to you guys on the discord it's like do you remember like in Far Cry 2 you'd always have to go through a through a checkpoint and it would always be manned and you invariably would get gunned down on the way to doing a mission or something and it put you back 
miles miles away and you'd have to kind of make your way back through then back through the checkpoint and it was just like constant battle of trying to just look i just want to get there if you lot can just go away and i can get there then i can progress in the game but you're actually making this really not fun and this is what the Emmys are doing for me at the moment. I'm getting to a section. I know I've got to get through it to get to the other side, to get to the exit, to get out. But I can't do it. So I just die and spawn and die. Spawn, go through the area, die. Spawn, go through the area, die. And it's like... And, and it literally got to the point where I was just banging my head against a brick wall for an hour trying to avoid these stupid robots. But, uh, you know, and it was just it was just ruining the game for me. And and then suddenly, just out are of you nowhere, surprised that there is an element of survival horror in a game called Metroid Dread? Dread. It's not that I'm surprised about it. It's just how, like, they've turned the dial up to eleven, and then mm. just gone. Oh, I can see him. Bang, he's dead. Like that, and it's that quick. It's just like mm. I've got no way to react to this. There's nothing I can do. And apparently, they've put in like these. Even says in the um, like the tooltips. There is a very, very short window where you can block this. Um, but it is so short that you probably won't block it like most of the time. You think, well, why is it there? And I'm playing it on easy. I've turned it down just because I want to see the story. <laughs> and you just think, this is a hard game. Like, this has got a, you know, this is just, I, I hate to say it's been poorly designed, but it's just that thing of like, you could have done this in a way to make it fun. But all you've done is just made me, put me off the game. But then I've gotcha. sort of, I've now, well, this is it. So I've got past the first one and managed to sort of take that out. There is a way of kind of like, every each of these areas is set up like a its own little like mini boss. So you there is a way where you can come back to it and then take it out and open up the area so you don't have to keep traveling through it and die all the time. And I've got to the second one and I've been banging my head against that. But I've managed to now unlock a thing that then now lets you actually gives you half a chance of actually like you basically get a clo- like a cloaking device. So you, at least now, if something spots me, I can bang like right stick, click it in, and I'm off the radar for a bit. It doesn't last for very long, but it just gives me that breathing space to try and look for a way out of these out of these levels. So it's slowly but surely sort of making it easier but getting over that initial difficulty hump was just oh my god i genuinely thought i was just gonna turn this off and never play it again but once i've got over that difficulty hump thoroughly enjoying it thoroughly enjoy it mm. so atmospheric so well made mm. um it was very well received yeah and it's yeah. i could see why like the it's, it's got like proper full-on boss fights with like where it changes perspective and it's just taken that metroid formula and just brought it into the now you know brought it into like next gen and yeah i I could thoroughly thoroughly recommend it if it wasn't for that initial difficulty like spike but uh yeah i've been you know i've been blown away by it and like i say the presentation is incredible so i was uh, tempted to pick it up but there are only (laughs) two metroidvania games i've ever enjoyed Mm. i've played a lot of Oh, excuse me. A lot of Metroid, a lot of Castlevania, mm. a lot of other games along those lines. The um, fuck the guy who did the Castlevania games. He had a he brought oh, out Bloodstained. Uh, Bloodstained. Yeah. Didn't get on with any. The only ones I've ever gotten on with 
was Guacamole. Yeah, um, game. And Yoku's Island Express. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Um, that's Yoku's Island Express is... That's the pinball amazing. game. Yeah. That's the, the, that's the, the pinball, oh, pinball Castlevania yeah, one. one. Yeah. It's great. Stunning. Um, also, one of my favourite late title cards in a video game ever. Mm. Is Yoko's, Yoko's Island Express. Yeah, I should play that game again. It's good. Um, <laughs> but I've I've watched lots of footage of um, uh, Metroid Dread, and it looks so slick. Oh, it is um, so slick. It's, uh, yeah, it's but wonderful. But I know yeah. I'll bounce off it, so I'm not going to bother. That's it. But yeah, no, like, like I say, if if you feel like you can get past the difficulty spike, then um, yeah, I thoroughly recommend it because it is, like you mm. say, so slick, so beautiful, just so well presented and like the like i say the, i've played two metroid games in my life and both of them just have like an incredibly like sort of dark atmosphere that i love that so yeah don't really recommend it. but um other than that i'm also on my switch so we were talking before uh i think it was in the last podcast or maybe the one before about me playing xenoblade chronicles x now i was enjoying um, that yeah yeah, I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. And, you did, yes. Yeah, and um, basically, I just basically I found a very cheap copy of that knocking about online, and I thought, uh, uh, sorry, of Xenoblade Chronicles three, three, yeah. And um, I thought, right, I'm making a switch. I've got my head around how these games work. I want to yeah. see what a proper, you know, mainline version of this is. What this is like, and my God, I love that game. Mm. It's... My other half has clocked somewhere like eighty or ninety hours into it already. <sighs> Where's the? She picked it up before we went on holiday, and she just hasn't stopped playing it since. Yeah, oh, it's just so well put together, so well. The story is incredible. The, the mm. combat I was a little bit off put at first because it, it's very Warcrafty, and as much as you kind of walk to somewhere, stand there, and it auto attacks, and then you sort of chip in by helping with. Um, you're selecting the, your arts. Your yeah. arts, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a... It's MMO-ish because, yeah, you have an auto-attack, but then you have, like, your hot bar of arts. Yeah. But I found the same thing with, with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and it's like, I'm just pressing these buttons and things are happening. Yeah. And then uh, stuff started to slot into place, and I yeah. understood how the how the, the different arts flow into each other and how they work with your other characters arts and how you do the combos, combos and, and stuff and the then... the break like breaking characters and toppling characters and stuff like that and, yeah and then once you get your head around it fuck me it's so good it's so in depth uh, and, then, uh, and then obviously in this you've got like mechs that you transform into as well so like you've got your character but then your character plus almost yeah. and like flowing that from one to the other and back again and like you say chaining chain link stuff so that you're bringing the whole team together to do attacks as well and you're having to meet that out in the right orders so that you you know you're maximizing the damage and stuff it's very mmo like but it's kind of like i haven't played an mmo in ages so it, yeah it just um it's a nice change of pace actually from like your usual mm. kind of rpg fare but yeah but like even with the story i was saying to you like on on, on discord like it's gone from like dealing with the trauma of war and what it means to be on a battlefield and you know like the psychological headspace that you that people get into and it goes from that. Did to Otacon like, uh, pop up and ask, "Can love bloom on a battlefield?" This is it, right? All this kind of stuff. 
And then it's going on about like the effects of propaganda and like kind of misinformation and the, you know, how how that, you know, just in this case, like sort of divides and conquers like different arm, like the, the same people have split into factions because of it and all this kind of stuff. And then it's like going, oh yeah. And also, by the way, all that stuff's cool, but also like mechs are fucking brilliant, aren't they? You know, mechs are fucking mechs brilliant. are fucking brilliant, and like, don't piss, just piss about in a mech for a few hours, and like, just terrorize a load of, you know, animals, like Monster mm. Hunter, and then it just goes, oh yeah, and by the way, here's a little bit of like Romeo and Juliet, just thrown in for good measure, and you know, just like it's two people who've come together from two different sides, and you know, they're coming together to make something beautiful happen in in the world, and it's just like. And I'm three hours in. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, Jesus, how, if I'm three hours in and this is like 50, a 50 hour game, like, what else are you going to be throwing oh, at, at least. me? At you least. Know, what else are you throwing at me for the rest of this story? I'm just like sitting there just going, wow. You know? I was always um, really, really impressed when I was playing two. And from what I've heard from my other half playing uh, three, it's the same sort of deal there, mm. is the quality of the voice acting as well. <sighs> like, they, the developers made a conscious choice to. Um, higher, or in Did two at least, it was British like British voices. voice actors. Yeah. Like in in three, there's also like Australian voice actors as well. But mm. like not just like you know plummy English voices. It's like the main character in Zillenberry Chronicles Two's got a like quite a thick Yorkshire accent. Yeah. One of the one of your companions has got a Welsh accent. It's like it's nice to hear it's nice regional to see hear British accents in a <laughs> in a like um you know a, a Western. Um, it's the Welsh accents. I know it sounds mad, but to hear a Welsh yeah. accent in a in a modern video game. Do you know what I think did that? I'm pretty sure it was Nino Cooney. Yeah. Right? Everyone fell in love with Mr. Drippy. Yeah. Uh, and then Western uh, JRPG audiences couldn't get enough of Welsh accents all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but I'm all knows. for it. I yeah. love it. But it's just so refreshing. So like you say, the whole cast is like sort of British voices for the main part. and. Mm. Yeah, like you say, it's acted like it all feels like people who've done theatre, darling. You know, they've all been in theatre performances, and then they've done proper a bit of voice proper acting. voice actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the storyline is it's it's a JRPG, so it's going to it's gonna be, be there's going to be some silly dialogue. Yeah, uh, but if it's performed earnestly, I don't care. No, yeah, it's just wonderful. And like I say, yeah. it's probably one of the only games this year where I just want to keep coming back to it. Like I put it down. And I go away and do stuff, and then I go, yeah, but oh, what's going to happen next? You know, like, I, I really want to find out what, what the next bit of this is, and I really want to try this new, you know, these new arts out and try and combine them. And, like, I just can't get it out of my brain. And I haven't been like that in years, you know. So, um, yeah, it's thoroughly recommended. I'm, I'm, I'm so enjoying it. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad, glad I took the plunge and uh, switched over because... It's so much better than Chronicles X. But, uh, yeah, yeah, um, easier to get into. I yeah, think definitely, um, definitely. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant game. But other than that, that's about it. And then the copious amounts of Overwatch. Um, hmm. Again, I had a, like I'm playing so much Overwatch now. I'm having Overwatch dreams. And that's oh no! I mean. So yeah. <laughs> Are there enough <laughs> polygons, my man? Yeah, that's it. But it's it, it's more like. You should be here, like anxiety dreams. Like you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. You should be, you know, jumping over this and moving over here. And it's like, and then I wake up. Oh, come on, please, 
stop thinking about that game. But yeah. Come to me to yeah. heal. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. No, you should have fired it. Because the problem is, I think what it is, is I've been like watching my replays to try and get oh, yeah. better and kind of like work out like where I'm diving in too much. And then, yeah, that's just playing on my mind in my sleep and I'm just berating myself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Overwatch, it affects your mental health. <laughs> it absolutely does. <laughs> that's not a good sign, is it? There you go. But yeah, other than that, now, that's the two games I've been playing. And it's been nice to be going enough. back to the Switch, actually, to be fair, because I haven't been back to it yeah. in ages. Took a big layer mm. of dust off the top of it. and Yeah, been yeah my, my it, Switch, like, it's been a lifesaver for me. Uh, the last few weeks mm. because I'm I can't like um, I can't spend that much time upstairs at the at my desk apart from when I'm working yeah. because puppy needs monitoring so I have to be downstairs and switch has been very very handy for that yeah. um, so what else what have I played oh, apart from um, Cult of the Lamb oh I did I did actually I I, I spent a little bit of time. Uh, over the weekend on um, on the PC while Zoe was looking after the puppy and I cleared another game off my backlog. Uh, I finished Ollie Ollie World. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That, uh, tell you what, Doug, that would be a good uh, Steam Deck game. Um, I've, I've talked about this game a, a lot in previous episodes, but I'll, I'll just reiterate how wonderful it is and how much I love that franchise. So Oli Oli, the first one came out um, and it was one of those like, um, Hey, the, the Vita is amazing for playing indie games sort of title um, came out in that same sort of period as like first um, uh, Miami hotline, Miami uh, and a bunch of other games like that. Um, it was like a 2d um, side scrolling skateboarding game with a killer soundtrack and incredibly tight gameplay. Uh, and then it made a sequel with like a slightly different art style, but same sort of thing, 2D side-scrolling um, skating game uh, where, you know, all the tricks and everything are done in the, in this sort of skate fashion by manipulating gestures. the left stick gestures with the, on the left stick and, and stuff like that. And like using the shoulder buttons for spins and grabs and whatnot. Um, and like hitting buttons at the right moment to to land perfect grinds and 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 perfect landings and like nollies and and whatnot, um, loved them. They're both incredible. Uh, played the shit out of them on on Vita and and PS4. Bought the two games together again on the Switch and played the shit out of them on there. Good few years pass, and then early this year, Oli Oli World comes out, and. Quite a big departure. Uh, the gameplay's still pretty much what you'd expect from an Oli Oli game, but it switched to, from 2D to like 2.5D. Completely different um, art style. Mm. Um, you can like design your character. There are other characters in the game, and there's like you know storyline and dialogue and whatnot. Uh, gameplay's changed up a lot, so you're not just going from left to right. There's like switchbacks and and veering paths and things like that. So the the levels are much more interesting and much more intricate, but it's still that crazy good like score chasing gameplay. Still got the daily challenges and, and stuff like that, bits and, bobs, yeah. and the leaderboards. Um, and like every level that you do, 
your 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 see your score pop up against uh, other people on your you know on your Steam friends list or whichever platform you're playing it on. Um, soundtrack even better than mm. before. Uh, it's the best version of the best skating franchise. It's um, yeah. I know I'm probably in a minority there, but I, I would <laughs> I would pick Ollie Ollie over Skate or Tony Hawk's any day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just such currently... a level of charm and whimsy to that game as well, which you don't, yeah, you know, you don't get with the other. The other games are very like stuff like Session as well, like really like sort of tech focused, and you must skate very, very well. well. Skate's very serious, apart from like the um, what was it called, insurance fraud or whatever that mode was, where yeah. it's like breaking, thrasher, breaking your legs, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff was quite funny. Yeah. Um, and Tony Hawk's was like the other end where it just went really silly. Um, but I mean, it's 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 absolutely in the top three games I've played mm. this year. Possibly wow. in the top two. Blimey. Like it's so good. Um, and I'm gonna go back and try and unlock, try <laughs> and beat every you know side objective on every level. I'm gonna go in and beat everyone's high scores on. <laughs> um, I know it's like silly. Uh, but like, my friends list and. It's got those like that just the little touches in it, like things like in the loading screens, it's pulling in different people's characters. In so you poses. can see their drip. So you can see, yeah, see yeah. what they look like and like, all their kit and how cool yeah. they've made their character look and stuff. And you just think that's just such a lovely little touch. But yeah. actually, and occasionally it's like, it would be like some of it would be like random plays, but then sometimes it would be like, oh, look. Chelsea's character's looking pretty fresh, or yeah, Nick's character's <laughs> looking pretty fresh. And it's just like this weird, like it somehow builds the community without you even having to kind of like jump onto a forum or something. You just feel yep. like you're part of something. Yeah. Really cool. It is. It's an outstanding game. Mm. Um, so I've seen credits roll on that, but I'm I'm absolutely not done with that game. It's one that I'm going to keep going back into. Yeah. And like, um, Good fun. it's it's one of those games like like something like Hades where like the game feel is just so like the gameplay is just so so tight yeah and so tutorializes it so well as well that's that's the other thing there yeah. are still tutorials in the last world of that game like it <sighs> it it like it teaches you little bits and pieces because there's a lot more mechanics in this one there's like purple crystals like in the air and sometimes mm. like platforms are made out of purple crystal and like you can ride on them or you can smash through them if you're doing <laughs> a grab in the air when you hit them. White. Um, and like it's just keep keeps teaching you new stuff and like the level of complexity of the levels goes up and up and like mm. when each level there's like multiple diverging paths path, so you have like the your main path and then like it, but if you turn off onto another route you'll be on the what it calls like the gnarly route and it's like <laughs> there's more opportunities to get crazy high score but it's going to be more difficult taking that path and yeah you've got some reactions yeah. to take some of those it's so good it's yeah. so good and like on every level it's always like the you want to do um you get like you get like a check one of the the objective is to just finish the level then you'll also get an objective to finish the level without using any checkpoints, which is what you want to do. But then there's also like the thing that I always want to do in the back of my head, which is like finish the level in one unbroken combo. Um, yeah. And I fucking love putting that off. there'll be things off. like so jump good. over the five boats that are laid out yeah. on the level or something. Yeah. No, the finishing the finishing the level in one unbroken combo is is never any of the objectives. It's just it's that's just, just what I want to do. Objective. I just yeah. want to do it on everyone. <laughs> and then like when when we first started playing it. And like Nick popped up on Discord and was like, How are you getting such ridiculous scores on the levels? And I was like, just don't break a combo. 
Like don't land flat after any jump. If you if you if you need to like if there's nothing that you can grind on or wall ride on, then like manual. land land in a manual. Yeah. Um and then like yeah, you just keep doing that. So like by the end of it you've got like a seventy five times multiplier. <laughs> um yeah, so good. Love it. Love it. Mm. Um I finished Dragon Quest Builders 2. Nice. Take that one off my list. Nice one. That was a long ass game. Yeah. Um, I must have put like, that was one that I picked, uh, that I borrowed from my other half to play when I went on holiday. And they just carried on playing when I came back. It's been a very useful game to play when I've been looking after a puppy because it's, you know, just pause it at any point. Um, I really like that game. It goes like you know it starts off with this like oh it's just going to be like a minecrafty sort of game but with like a dragon quest cute um yeah with like a like a dragon quest narrative um but then it goes it goes some it goes some places mm. like i i got to the section that you were at like yeah. the mining section and like th- that bit does go on for a fair far fair while yeah but then um, the stuff that you build in that section is kind of crazy and then from that point on there's like there's some wild stuff like yeah. there's a whole section where um, you're in you're basically uh, they take away all of your equipment uh, oh. and you and Maroth are in a prison like a prison <laughs> island uh, like an Alcatraz sort of thing and you stage a prison break um, and it's genuinely better than the entirety of the game a way out um <laughs> as a prison break game okay. uh there's a section where like you're building you're building a castle but you're not just building a castle you're also like building defenses because the castle that you're you're rebuilding is co- is constantly under siege and so you're building like it turns into like a tower defense game in a way but you're building the defenses for the, the you know the tower defense yeah. aspect of it the this siege there's a bit where you go off to like a dark alternative universe and you're teaming up with monsters, Blimey. like teaching them that building is good. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, and you end up building a fucking spaceship. Um, <laughs> there's Brilliant. Some, some wild stuff that it happens is, in there. It's a bonkers game. Like it is. It is actually, it's just like they've gone right. Let's think of what are all the good scenarios we can come up with and then we'll just mm-hmm. tenu- tenuously link them by someone coming over yep. and going, oh my God, aliens have landed over here. Yeah. And then that's it. it but you yeah. must build something to deal with them. That's it. And it's just, um, yeah. It's a great game. It is. There's a couple of little niggles. Like, there was a couple of points where, like, um, like I wanted to get through, like, a section of dialogue so that I could save the game uh and the characters just like (laughs) zoe caught me a couple of times just shouting at the tv stop talking because they just wouldn't stop um (laughs) and that's probably it was just more like uh uh, yeah it it was it's a minor speed up and it still doesn't like go through quickly yes yeah and there's also the thing maroth keeps on hearing a voice in his head yeah and it's not a usual text bubble it's like text appears on the screen and it'll be a sentence on two lines and it will stay on the screen for 30 seconds and you just sat there yeah, waiting you, yeah, you can't skip that it. yeah that stuff <clears throat> is that stuff's annoying yeah um 
but it's minor niggles in what is like a really really interesting twist on the minecraft model yeah um no, yeah good to hear that it goes, thoroughly enjoyed it goes mad places it goes some well yeah it, it goes some places i did not expect at all uh Brilliant. really really liked it um Sorry, were you going to say something, Doug? I thought I heard no, no I remember hearing you mention this in your last podcast, and it reminded me that it, it's not a me game at all, but um, it was on Game Pass, and there was a bit of buzz at the time. It was Still on Game is. Pass. Mm. Yeah, and um, I put quite a few hours into it and had a really great time. It was, like you said, mm. it, um, give me Minecraft, I don't know what to do. I, uh, no. I'll be lost. Yeah. But this sort of guides you through it so well. And it's not yep. that the story's like... It, it's not. Oh, it's not mind blowing, is it? it? No, it's not. It's not it's deep, a but, traditional but it, Dragon it, Quest it, fair. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's nothing complex. Yeah, so this there, is my introduction. There's a guy to who Quest. doesn't like building, and you like building, and that's the that's the entirety <laughs> that's of the conflict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a uh, good fun and a uh, really uh, mm. easy to play. I enjoyed it. Uh, mm. It's a uh, uh, cult of Lamish without the evil. <laughs> that's it. Enjoyed yeah, it. yeah. It is. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff in there that's like not, that, as far as I'm aware, isn't in games like Minecraft. A lot of like farming and yeah, and stuff like that. Um, but it's just like yeah, the whole game good. is actually tied into the JRPGs from the NES era, and like the characters you're playing as are actually like spin-offs of the end of like Dragon Quest. I think it's Dragon Quest Two. And it's just that it's actually all built into the lore and all feeds back into other games in the series and stuff. And you think, yeah, I think there's like, a lot of Easter eggs gone. in there for, yeah. for like the devotees of the of the series. That's it. And it's just um, like it's one of those games where you think actually there's so much more under the hood of this. Yeah, that I don't know because I yeah. haven't played that many Dragon Quest. That's it. But yeah, no, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. But. Um, you know who has played lots of Dragon Quest games? Who? Your man Ichiban in Yakuza <laughs> Like a Dragon. Yes, mate. Um, I played the first hour of uh, of this. I, I decided like this was going to be my um, my next game that I was going to like. Oh, I'm so excited. When uh, you know, when I've got more time to just like sit and play for like an hour, I'll I'll play like an hour long chunk of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, so I've only played like the beginning bit of it and Ichiban really, really likes Dragon Quest. He does. He talks, <laughs> he talks about Dragon Quest quite a lot. Um, so I've played Yakuza 0 um, and Yakuza Kiwami. Um, I never played any of like the older ones. They've like re, sort of remastered them, brought them back out and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And I really like them. Um, but I never hugely got on with the combat. It was just a, it was, it's fun, but I, after a while, it's like um, I found myself like trying to avoid fights. Um, <laughs> but the switching like a dragon to a like traditional team-based, turn-based JRPG yeah. sort of thing, where you know you're selecting like attack or defend or selecting items and skills and stuff like that from a menu yeah. and everything's turn based that I can like fully get behind um I have left enough time <laughs> since watching you stream it yes. that it's all, all I can remember yeah. all I can remember about it 
apart from like little glimpses of like fucking weird like board meetings yeah. for your candy company or whatever the only thing i can remember is a gigantic vat of kimchi that's it um <laughs> and ichiban's incredible hair yeah. uh but story. and like you were talking about earnest voice acting in um xenoblade it's yeah. i decided to play this on with the english dub which i usually never do yeah. in a yakuza game but it's it's really good it's really it's well really done good um, I see that and it's like an old timer for me. But and yeah. he's such a nerd. He's such a sweetheart. Like he's a, he's a yak as a bruiser, but he's got a heart of gold. Mm. Um, and he always seems to like at least it's early in the game. And from what I remember so from like watching you stream it, naivety to him yeah. for quite a bit of the game, and then that kind of slowly erodes and turns into something else. But the kernel of that kind of childishness is still yeah. there. And he's like he's just one of the most likable, lovable characters. That and that extends played. to like the silliness of like, and I don't know if this is, if the, the, I mean this must be right, a kind of like I, I haven't heard any read any interviews with the developers or anything like that. But like the fact that he is a Dragon Quest nerd. And the way that the combat plays out. Oh yeah, like, that's it. That's it must be like it's like it's like his his mind like he's imagining yeah. this is how the fight's going down that's and so that's why you've got like yeah. stupid summons and like um that's why yeah. everyone changes so when, when you see them and they're like normal yakuza and then they turn into men in bin bags and you know suits knights, of armor and suits of armor and stuff that's him basically yeah. seeing it as dragon quest so that's as actually a, a massive quest, yeah. pillar of the game that the whole thing is that's why you play it in a turn-based system because in yeah. his head he's turned it into a turn-based RPG. So, so clever. Yeah, and it's just I, like, so it's just good. so playful, and yeah. I love it. I adore it, mm. and um, I'm so happy that like there's a there's a second version of it going going to be coming out like whenever. Yeah, with Ichiban again, as the yeah, protagonist. I believe again. so. I believe he's because in like, it. But then there's I, um, I won't spoil it, but there's another character i know i know chasm is in there yeah 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 but i know he's, he's in there. i don't know trendy and and done up and he looks yeah. like yeah yes yeah, it's, it's mad yeah it was like a i big don't know if me, is is uh majima in there as well that i don't know okay don't know. but um uh, yeah enough. yeah but um from what it looks like it looks just like just as crazy so yeah i can't, I can't wait for that and then there's also like the the oh, what is it the kind of feudal japan I can't remember what it's called now. It's like itchy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you mean. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I'll look yeah. at it while you're, while you're but, um, about the game. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played much of it at all, but I'm already feel like I'm warming to Ichiban as a protagonist uh, much faster than I did to, to Kazuma. Like, um, Kazuma Kiryu and Majima are both like a hardened yakuza mm. um with like but they've they've both got hearts of gold um and they they can well, well, uh, like one's very stoic and one's just outright crazy kind of kind of fucking goofy as yeah. well that gif of of uh in yakuza zero of uh majima dancing <laughs> behind a very stern looking kazuma is uh very very funny um but it's like uh, they're they're very 
they 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 have a very straight-faced approach mm. to the weird aspects of that game like the like in yakuza zero like getting involved in like the slot car racing or like helping that like greaser punk band get mm. their mojo back and stuff like that yeah. like there's no kazuma doesn't ever he doesn't emote much no. at all <laughs> whereas already in like this opening hour um there's there's much more like vulnerability um and like elements of like i don't know what i want to say like childlike naivety Just stumbling yeah of. like you say childlike naivety and stumbling into a situation and then trying to assess whether it's that's apologizing profusely when he fucks up yeah. yeah that's it yeah just like i really like him get in or out i of really, really like him he's great yeah. honestly he's honestly one of the best um, protagonists of game i've played in the last at least five ten years yeah i'm i'm absolutely desperate to go back into it. i'm hoping i can get some time to play some more tomorrow um but <laughs> love it yeah love it uh like, that game was I, um like a dragon ishin by the way right if you do basically i i feel like it's basically through the back going back through those bloodlines back to okay. japan so it's kind of yeah wonder if that'll tie into the story in that play at the very beginning i hope so yeah or something like that yeah, I don't know. Nice. but um yeah uh it's that franchise is going strong um and this this like gameplay change up seems to have, have done wonders for it because yeah. it it sold well right it was very popular yeah. done numbers yeah been watching um, um i follow a guy after the last um like games done quick there's a british guy who speed runs like a dragon mm-hmm. and but he's also a, like incredible like an incredible kind of commentator as well and yeah like i'll have to find his name and put it in the show notes but um yeah it's well worth watching like once you've completed it just to see how you can optimize and crack through some of the fights and stuff it's just mind-blowing mm. and that's just from like a technical level but like yeah but like just the game from a technical level and on a mechanical level is incredible but then you've mm. got the story stuff which is just mind-blowing but then on top of that you've got all this like fun these fun little pockets everywhere in the city that just might just bring a massive smile to your face like there's nothing in yeah. that game where you're you're not just going you're either going oh my god in a good or a bad way or just going like this is incredible what the hell <laughs> it's just like yeah it's, it's oh, love it absolutely love that game yeah those, the, the, that. the series has always had a, a really really good handle on like good balance between Goofy. just the really really goofy side story stuff and then like super serious mm. uh main story um sometimes where it could i don't know it could be a little bit like uh like emotional whiplash sometimes yeah yeah but, uh, flip but, but never but in, in, uh, yeah uh, always enjoyable um so no, great. I, am, I just want to hear you i just want to hear what you think of it like as you um, play through it i can't wait yeah no no this is i'm actually going to stick with this one um because i'm desperate to see where 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 itchy story goes um very very good uh hopefully it stays on game pass for a good while so i can get it finished yes um well i remember is having a massive emotional breakdown in in the last (laughs) stream about that game like all the all the bits that happen at the end and just like me just freaking Mm. out it was uh, yeah loved it wow yeah (laughs) 
Have you ever played any of the um, Yakuza games, Doug? Oh, no. Um, no. I mean, I started. Um, I got frustrated with one of them when I couldn't. I really had to find a phone box to save. And then random oh, people yeah. might bump into you and then start a fight. I didn't click with it. Um, mm. Then I watched Chazzy play a couple of them and I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So yeah. I feel this like I've, definitely one I've, I've enjoyed the experience um, yeah. without frustrating myself with my own inept uh, game <laughs> skills. I'm glad they took the phone boxes out of uh, Like yeah. a Dragon. You can just save anywhere outside of combat and outside of cutscenes. Mm. Nice. That's very no, cool. I do like, about like streaming now. Yes, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, really good fun. Yeah, that's, that's that's the part I like about streaming. Where I just like I get to play stuff, and then if you don't want to play it, but you want to experience it, at least you can do it by you know watching something oh, that we're playing. My uh, Steam pile of shame has diminished if I include watching you play games I've not. Uh, the Mass Effects, the Gears Tactics, the Yakuza. <laughs> That's it. Just yeah. watch someone else do it and just like yeah, yeah. you played through it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we got to do. Yeah. I did have a little bit of a dabble in um, uh, uh, Gears Tactics, actually. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't played it in a while. I just just uh, had I just did a couple of levels. Brilliant. Um really good uh so i want a sequel to that yeah although another on to by the time else. this comes out i will hopefully have in in my greasy palms a copy of um marion rabbit's sparks of hope oh, nice because i'm going to go and trade in a bunch of games and pick that up if if i don't get absolutely shafted on trading value by game <laughs> which i probably will you to will. be fair because they're shit are they still to that pay if, membership club? Uh, fuck knows. I don't know. Mike Ashley owns it now, so probably. Yeah, they're uh, they're yeah, all in yeah, shoe yeah. shops now, aren't they? Like my local yeah, one's shut down, and I have to go to Sports Direct to go to like a yeah. tiny little cupboard in a corner. Or the one, yeah, this one is inside a Sports Direct that's inside a House of Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Inception uh, shop. But it's my nearest yeah, game. Right. But I'm going to go and like check out and see what they'll give me for this pile of games I'm trading in. And if it's not um, a good one, it's not, I've already had them priced up through um, game exchange. Is that it? The online service. Yeah. Um, so if game can't match that, then I'll just, I'll just wait, send stuff to game exchange and get it through there instead. But um, I watched some next lander. Um, I watched, I watched next lander guys playing some of it and uh, it looks, it looks really good. And I love mm. the last one. Um, so talking of, um, that when we were talking about streaming and stuff, remember you streamed, um, was it observation? Mm. Yeah. Did you see that, that that team is now making a silent hill game? That's the same team. Yes. That's what? why I put it up on discord. The medium That's, people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, all I saw was it was the people who made stories untold and, um, observation Ooh. are making a Silent Hill game and uh, um, I know how good that name. observation was good so um, Stories yeah. Untold was amazing I loved that yeah so um, no code yes that's them so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a bit um, one of those ones where I know I won't play it but I know that game's going to be incredible let's have a look no code Twitter is that what they're working on next um, oh yeah 
Uh, yeah, they are. Mm. Uh, they've been working on it since observation. Yeah. Wow. They're from Glasgow. Okay. Cool. Um, I might play it. I'm not very good with <laughs> survival horror, but um, uh, I wasn't that interested in it until just now. <laughs> now I know <laughs> who the developer is. Now I suddenly have a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I've still got stories untold. Um, I bought it for like. I don't know, was it less Pennies. than a pound or something like that on yeah. um, Epic Game Store? And it sat installed on my library and I just haven't played it. Um, but I feel like maybe Halloween. Maybe I'll play yeah. it on Halloween. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> Scare the shit out of myself. I'll play uh, Dead Space yeah. and you can play that. Are you sure you're not thinking of Bluebone, who did Medium and Observer? No, 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 definitely no, observation. No. no, no, it's the the space. It's, it's on their um, one. it's on their Twitter feed. No yeah. code. Ah, okay. Um, the secret is finally out since observation. We've been hard at work on Silent Hill, colon Townfall, a brand new entry in the series with our dear friends at Annapurna Interactive and Konami. The observation was the one where you're like stuck in a space station and you're the AI. Yeah, yeah like, like really nice yes, little twist. that was awesome. Yeah, very yeah, clever. Yeah. So it's like that yeah. team. But yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I thought, thought it was really interesting. So yeah, observation was so cool. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed that game. <laughs> Hopefully, they make a sequel. That'd be yeah. lovely. Maybe, but I think they're a bit busy now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but they don't tend to make sequels, I think. But um, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll play Stories Untold on Halloween. Um, yeah. Is it a one? It's not a one sitting sort of game, is it? I don't know. Well, Doug's played it. Doug will know. Which one was that? And Stories Untold. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. play it in one sitting? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do that on Halloween then. Excellent. Nice. It's my evening set. No scary movies for me, just a scary game. <laughs> All right. Um, should we wrap this up then so I can go and play some more Yakuza? Yes, mate. <laughs> nice. Um, well, gentlemen... Uh, it's been a pleasure to chat to you again. Ducky, thanks very much yeah, for joining us again. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me yeah. again. Always yeah, enjoy having fun. you on. Yeah, yeah. Um, apologies to anyone listening who doesn't care about Overwatch for the extended Overwatch <laughs> the decision. 35 minutes. Discussion. Yeah. We, we thoroughly respect your opinion. <laughs> I might include a timestamp in the edit and just be like, if you don't want to hear about Overwatch, then skip to this point. But um, if you do, then I thought it was a good conversation. Um, yeah, thanks very much for joining me. Um, dear listener, thanks very much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at LapsGamer. Um, have, have we got, are you planning on streaming anything I am. soon? I am. I need, to, I need to decide what game I want to play next. I just, I've just mm. bought the first, like, I bought the Getaway and the Getaway 2. Um, Black okay. Money, whatever it's called. So oh, thinking, yeah, shit. I was thinking yeah, you should stream those. Next. Yeah. I want to see how the Getaway holds up because I remember it being... <laughs> Let's put kind of the voice acting doesn't hold up. Well, no, <laughs> but like I remember it, it sounds like me looking like I remember it looking like really like yeah. like I don't know like the, the like the level of detail like they map you know the chunk of London that they mapped and okay. like the the like real actual cars driving mm. around in a fucking Vauxhall Vectra um, and like. 
there are, a lot, there are a lot of aspects about that game I remember being very cool, but it's been a long time since I played it, so I don't know how well it holds up. Yeah. So I'll be um, interested. And like, I didn't even know there was a sequel, so I'm looking forward I to seeing know. that. I didn't I literally just found it in a shop the other day, and it's like, right, well, I've just booked the getaway, and now I've got the getaway yeah. too. Maybe I should stream a lot, but yeah. You maybe should, I'll do a bit definitely of Definitely should. And then I was yeah. thinking about doing a bit of Dead Space 2 over like the Halloween period. Do it. Just to, because I bought that game and I've never played it, and apparently it's incredible, so... Uh, yeah, it is. It's a good um, sort of uh, iteration on Dead Space yeah. uh, 1 before it went a little bit silly with Dead Space 3. Yeah. Uh, probably the best of the bunch. But um, yeah, mm. looking forward to maybe, maybe looking forward to whatever it is you um, whatever it is you uh, you uh, stream. But um, yeah, keep an eye out for that on the socials and whatnot. And that's about it. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.